Welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today, we want to talk about the kind of couple that we want to be when we grow up. Yes. Yeah, when we're big, when we're all grown up, what do we want to be like? (laughs) We had the advantage of seeing a picture of that when we just started dating. And your grandparents served as that example for us. They were awesome. Great couple. And um, they they were living in the same town as us. And some of our very first dates even were just at their house or in their garage. Mm -hmm. Super romantic. (laughs) (laughs) In a garage in your grandparents' house. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. But we would often go there and hang out with them because they were the type of people we wanted to be like. The faithful couple, the godly couple, the couple that loved each other. And we would go there. Actually, it would fulfill a need for us too. We saved money doing our laundry at their house. Played some ping pong in your grandparents' garage. Yes, I beat you at least a few times well, in that I mean, <laughs> garage. Yeah, again, I'm trying to win your heart, so oh, I got to uh-huh. let you I win see. a couple times. I see. All right. Okay. <laughs> but it was just so great to be around them and to say, hey, what are they doing in their lives that things that we want to implement while we're dating now as we begin this relationship you know, we can zoom ahead 40 years and see where they're at. And so let's just get into that. Like, what did they, what did they do that we began emulating from just right away? Yeah. Well, so they served as the, a profile of the kind of couple we wanted to be when we were older. And we realized you don't just wake up when you're 80 and have that sort of relationship that comes as the, the fruit or the result of a lifetime of incremental growth. And so one of the keys to that, maybe one of the most fundamental pieces to that, is having a robust relationship with the Lord. And that comes by having a a devotional life that is real and growing and ever-developing. So we want to talk about having that sort of devotional life as individuals, because I think yes. it starts there. Yeah, and then start there. And then we'll, we'll move into having that sort of devotional life as a couple, me and you, and how we've done that through the years. And then we'll end by talking about having a devotional life like that with our kids and as a family. Right. And so, Bethany, tell me about your devotional life. Yeah, well, I think it's just so key to have time in the Word And time in prayer, those two things you hear ever since you're young at church. But for me, it looks like (laughs) getting up early, (laughs) which is a fight. (laughs) Mm. It's a struggle. I haven't always had to do that. As time has gone on, I've seen the need to get up earlier and earlier to have that time with the Lord. But just being in the Word right now, I'm doing the DBR, the daily Bible reading at our church. And then I have a prayer mate app. Um, that organizes my prayer lists and requests so that I can spend, you know, a good chunk of time praying to the Lord. And then I, I've also added in memorizing scripture at times or studying deeper different passages or um, I can add in kind of the third component of study and memorization, kind of going back and forth with that. Yeah, that's good. And I see you doing all those things and it's motivating for me. I have a very similar routine where I wake up in the morning early, as early as possible, before the kids are up, before the sun is up, and go downstairs, uh, get the coffee situation going. Definitely start there. uh, So that's exciting, (laughs) fun, great. And uh, so I'll have some coffee and open up my Bible, and I'll do the DBR as well. So I always do the DBR, and then I'll I'll try to maybe read uh, some other chunk of Scripture. Uh, You know, it's really neat to read, like, long chunks of scripture, mm-hmm. whether it's like a, a 
several chapters of a gospel or an entire epistle or kind of some some bigger sections like that to kind of get the big picture right. view. Uh, other times I'll hone in on a couple verses and really just try to go deep with understanding, you know, looking up cross-references and really thinking on the meaning of the uh, one verse in particular. Um, I'll spend some time praying. I also use the, the prayer app as well. And then... Um, yeah, just what, I don't know, whatever else, whatever the Lord puts on my heart. Yeah. And don't you, uh, also, do do we want to let them in on how nerd you are? Hey, whoa. (laughs) This is how nerd you are. Well, you know, how nerd are you? (laughs) I'm pretty nerd too, but you're not as nerd as me. No. Cause you, uh, don't you read it in the Greek? I, I try. You bring out your Greek New Testament yeah, and just like read some of the Bible in the Greek. Yeah, that's just a little picture in the mark. To one degree of success or another. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a work in progress. So I think one of the keys for us arriving at that sort of profile right. that we want to arrive at is each of us individually, independently, having a relationship with the Lord and pursuing closeness with the Lord personally. I do that. You do that. And then secondly, we want to do that together. Yes. And maybe one of the keys, if you want to have a good devotional life with your spouse, is to first have a good devotional life personally. Right. Have to Um, start there. Yeah. So that's number one. And now number two, let's talk a little bit about how we've had devotions as a couple. Yeah, it's been neat. Um, We have done various things throughout the years. I think early on, one of the things that we would do after our devotion times individually is you and I would would memorize a chapter of scripture. And that sounds maybe daunting to say at first, but what we did is we just tackled it by one verse at a time. That's right. One verse a day. Uh, in the morning, a few minutes. Or not even. If, if it took us two days to get a verse, we would do two days, whatever. Right. But it was just such a focus for both of us to talk about it, quiz each other, text one another that verse throughout the day. All, all of that, both in the same mindset reading um, and memorizing a text of scripture. That's one of the things we've done. Yeah, there would be days when you memorized your verse and I hadn't yet memorized my verse. And vice versa, for sure. So it's really motivating. Like, hey, I can't go on until you get your verse. And so a success for one of us is is a success for the other. And we're, we're helping each other in that sort of way. And, and then we're going about our day with the same scripture in mind, which is just such a cool yeah. thing for us because we, we get back together at the end of the day and we're talking at the dinner table or after dinner and we have the same Bible verse on our minds, on our hearts as we go through our unique challenges for the day. Just a really cool thing to then be able to talk as a couple. Another quick thing which we've done is just uh, talking about the sermons, making sure we discuss them, making sure we share our thoughts, and making sure we kind of what did you learn from the message at church today so that it goes a little deeper than just hearing it. And for sure, praying together as well. Yeah, we'll do that. We learned, we, I think we shared on a previous episode, not to do that in bed. <laughs> yes. Uh, I f- have fallen asleep <laughs> yes. before. Um, but yeah, we'll pray together. Uh, even if it's just for a couple minutes before you head out the door for something, you know, put my arm around you and we'll, we'll stand there and pray for a minute. And you got a kid, you know, pulling on your, your shirt or whatever. But uh, whether it's just a short stand-up prayer like that or, you know, holding hands at the end of a, a day and... Um, spending a little bit longer time together. Or if there's a need that comes up, there's someone in the hospital or a family member who's sick, we'll spend some time praying together. So yeah, just, uh, you know, just depends. You mentioned, like, or I don't know if you mentioned this or not, but just talking with each other about spiritual things. That, yeah. is, that is something that we've had to develop. Right. Um, it, I think it's just kind of hard or awkward early in a relationship 
for some couples to have conversations about the Bible and God and your hearts, your you know what, what's going on in your heart, and yeah. you know we'll we'll talk and I like to think about it in two different ways. One, we will work from an experience in life, some sort of circumstance in life, back to a scripture. Like, oh man, this happened, and it reminded me of this passage. And mm-hmm. so we take our situation in life and trace it back to a Bible verse that's pertinent. Right. Or other times, we'll talk from a Bible verse out into a circumstance. And so it's like, here's something that I was reading. Oh, and that really applies over here to this category of life. And so we've done both of those things and had, you know, not any sort of rigid formal rules for what our devotion life looks like as a couple, but we've had different pieces along the way. Yeah. And in that, we're sharing our struggles as well. We're asking one another, you know, what are you working on? That's huge for me to just say, hey, this is the sin that I've seen today or this week, or this is God has really brought this up in my life. I want you to know about it because I want you to be on the lookout as well. I want also your encouragement, your help. Hey, what do you see that adds into this? Is there some, you know, piece that I'm kind of blind to? And just to come alongside one another in just our personal striving for holiness and righteousness and sharing honestly and openly about that with one another. Yeah. And when I've shared stuff like that with you, you know, chances are sometime during that day, I'll get a text from you with a Bible verse or a prayer or something. And so you encourage me after the fact about that. So it's important for us to be in communication with each other about things we're learning or things we're struggling with and just to help each other in the way that I think, you know, we can and should as a married couple. Yeah. What about the small ones? What about the little ones the, now? The little, the little, the little people? S- the little people, the small people. The, s- the small human right. beings we've, crawling all over our house? Oh, they're everywhere, yeah. So so when now we've had kids, and we zoom ahead a little bit. We've added our first baby in. And what does the next step look like for us in our devotions, our time with God, and including them? How does that process look? Yeah, well, I guess we can say that it's important to first have... Uh, dynamic individual devotional life with the Lord and then to have devotional life as a couple and then third Mm -hmm. uh, as an outgrowth of those first two things there ought to also be a family devotion aspect and I I guess the reason I say that is it could be easy for us to think oh man we really need to have family devotions let's try to add family devotions to our lives and if that fails (laughs) is probably because we're not having them individually or as a couple. Right. So I think those two things need to kind of work in concert with. It's like this. building blocks. It's it like the mm. foundation mm. and then you move up to the first level and then another level. So, is this a good metaphor? Yes. <laughs> you have to have the, the foundation first and then you can add the first level and the second. Great. Okay, good, you. good. So you're poetic. Tra- and you're tracking with eloquent me. Eloquent <laughs> word pictures. I was thinking of blocks. Uh, the probably the blocks I had to Kid pick blocks? up this morning. Yeah. 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 The house that they built this morning. And, yeah. you know, there you go. But yeah, you have to have those things first. And then as we've had kids, we've added them into some of our routines and we've created new ones yeah. with them. Uh, well, I guess first, let me just say that our family devotions haven't looked exactly the same every step of the way. And there hasn't been strict rules for what we do and we don't do for family devotions. Mm-hmm. We just... We've gone through different phases of doing different things, and we're just, at the end of the day, trying to do a good job of talking about spiritual things with our kids. Right. One of the ways is taking a verse from the daily Bible reading that we read in the morning and just camping on that one verse with the kids. 
and this was maybe the easiest form of family devotions that we've done. I read a chapter out of my New Testament this morning. I'm going to pick one verse that is easily explainable to kids that's important for them to understand, and I'm just going to read the verse and explain it in one minute, two minutes, and then ask questions about it. And yeah, and we level our questions. Like yeah. our oldest child gets a more thought-provoking question, and our youngest child just, you know, what is this? And then it's just an answer. You know, just a, yeah. a, it's a more straightforward. So that's that's good because we can tailor it to the different ages totally. that we have in the room. It's really convenient, too, because our kids sit quietly with their hands folded the whole time, <laughs> listening attentively, oh. paying attention. No, yes. I, no, as our, angels are singing in the background. <laughs> hallelujah. No, it, it's not quiet and blissful during these times. Right. Um, <laughs> right but it's in, a training ground, yes. too, for that. Yeah. Like I can remember one of our kids, if I would ask him a leveled question. And for like a couple month stretch, his answer was <laughs> banana. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. Which was and really we, we, funny, but we, so we were try trying to, not to laugh. Try not to laugh. Because it's like, hey, listen up yeah. to what we're saying. Focus yeah. in. Yeah. So, oh, you know, our, yes. our kids, we, we have struggled through the process. Yes. And right now we've got a toddler who, you know, will shriek and at times. And, and roll around. And, but, um, yeah. but we'll sit down and we'll have even a five-minute conversation mm-hmm. about a text of Scripture. Yeah. And I try to keep them short. And we've, we've developed these five-minute devotionals to an extent where... When, when we don't do them, our kids are asking, hey, are we going to do family devotions? And, and mm-hmm. they actually enjoy, yeah. they enjoy yeah. the process. The questions are fun. I'm dishing out points for good answers. Right. And, you know, as kids accrue these points, we'll take them out to yogurt land or whatever. And so it's motivating. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's engaging. And then it's over. Yes. Yeah. And we'll pray with them as well at the end. Some other things we've done with our kids is sit down and sing a hymn, a song, you know, a lot of times I've been singing these songs to them since they were infants, these these yeah. hymns and praise courses. So they'll sing along with us. Um, another aspect of family devotions that I think you don't want to neglect is if your church has a program like a WANA or a Bible program for your kids. Yeah. Our kids are in that program at our church, and we can't forget to talk about the verses with them, to go over the verses, to explain what they mean, to help them memorize Um, one of the practical ways to help kids memorize these verses is I've taken a picture on my phone. And so I carry that phone with me, you know, as we're outside going on a bike ride or to the park and they'll go down the slide sometimes and I'll be like, Hey, look at your verse here, (laughs) read it with me, you know? And it's like, I try to get so many touches on the verse, you know, trying to say it in 30 different contexts and 30 different ways you know, yell it, whisper it, whatever, all these different ways you can do it. But that dance it perhaps. Ooh. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, we're doing that this week. We're dancing it. But yeah, just a way to another thing to that's already set up for you if the program's already there. But how do you go about reinforcing that, teaching that, um, helping them to memorize it, not just cram session at the end? And another thing we've done is just to utilize all the great books that are out there. Yeah, our, our very own Pastor Mike Fabares has written that book, Bible Survey for Kids, which is a great resource. We've also done some things with the kids here where we've um, looked at some of the world missions books or websites and prayed for a country a day. And we've prayed and that's helped develop a more global thinking with our 
with our children. Mm, yeah. Okay. So for clarification, we're kind of talking about two different things in our family devotion discussion here. One is a formal component to sitting down or in the family room, quiet, focused time, family devotions. Yes. Another is at the playground, sliding down the slide, having a kind of an informal family devotion component. And we have tried in our marriage and family to have both of those things operating, yes. to have formal times and to maximize and capitalize on the informal times as well. Which those come up all the time. Just the question of, did God really make all of the trees, mom? Yeah. I mean, you know, I get that in the car or what about, you know, my friend said this and I will talk about, well, what would God say about that? Yeah. You know, would he be pleased with that, that he said those words? Or what do you think about that? What did your teacher do? How should you respond? I mean, all these ways about practical living out and pleasing God. Just those conversations come up and we need to pause what we're doing, focus our attention on our children and those those discussions and really take them and run with them. They're asking the questions or you're seeing the opening. Jump in and go. It's good. It's great. Well, this is an this is a great thing to think about as a couple, as a family, and just a great thing to put into practice uh, mm -hmm. in our lives. So super practical stuff here. I just, I guess as we conclude, I just want to challenge you to have and maintain all three of those categories of devotional life, personal, yeah. as a couple, as a, as a family unit. And, right. our, you know, our desire is that we would end up becoming the kind of godly couple that we want to be when we're old. And, yes. uh, and working diligently between now and then to get there. Yeah. Why don't you sign us off with a super epic uh, <laughs> sign off? What are you going to do? Well, thanks so much for listening. Ooh, yeah, this is good. We're glad that you listened mm. in. Mm. We hope this mm -hmm. is helpful. You apply it. Uh. We will see you next time, people. Yes. Come yes. on back. Listen and click it. Share right. it. All these That's things. That's right. Oh, yeah. Listen and click it. Listen and click it. All right. Peace see out. ya.